All right. Welcome back to another episode of It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. I hope everyone is doing well in this time of the stay-at-home order. This is a time where we should take advantage and seek God, pray, study, and research and share quality time with loved ones. Time is promised to no one, so make the best of all of this. Last week, we touched on the topic of what a good shepherd or a leader should be like biblically. This week, with all of the current events and reports that have been coming out, we've decided to touch on a much debated topic of the mark of the beast, simply because of where this seems to have fallen on the timeline of human history. All links to articles and videos will be found on our blog at itstheflatouttruth.wordpress.com. We will begin by reading out of the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verses 16 to 18. And he causes all the small and the great and the rich and the poor and the free men and the slaves to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For the number is that of a man, and his number is 666. What is this mark, and who is the beast? Revelations chapter 13, 11 through 15 describes this beast. Let's take a look at this scripture. Let's read Revelations chapter 13, verses 11 through 15. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and he makes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. He performs great signs so that even makes fire come down out of heaven to the earth in the presence of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth because of the signs which it was given him to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who had the wound of the sword and has come to life. And it was given to him to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause as many as do not worship the image of the beast to be killed. First, let's take a quick look at the meaning of biblical symbolism for horn or horns in Smith's Bible Dictionary. Horn means horn. The word horn 
is often used metaphorically to signify strength and honor because horns are the chief weapons and ornaments of the animals which possess them. Hence, they are also used as a type of victory. So the two horns represent a type of power, though appearing as gentle by the representation of a lamb, but spoke as a dragon, in other words, a person displaying great authority. Some Bible scholars unanimously agree that the smaller beast is a type of religious power, a great false church or a widely accepted doctrine in Revelations chapter 13, 11 through 15, causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship submission to the first beast in verse 12. The second beast is also referred to as the false prophet in Revelation 19, verse 20. The beast will be a recognizable figure within the powers that move both in the secular and religious world. How does he cause everyone to submit to the system or power, otherwise known as the first beast? Well, in recent events, we have seen the spread of an epidemic which has been labeled a pandemic due to the uncertainty of the contagious results, which has rapidly spread over the face of the earth, which has been utilized by the media and governments of the world alike to create widespread panic amongst its citizens that has resulted in panic buying and hoarding of essential supplies such as toilet paper, personal protective equipment, and cleaning supplies. I don't think the world has ever seen so many germophobic clean freaks as we have in recent months. But let's take a step backwards for a minute to see this play out. First off, in 2010, the business mogul turned philanthropist Bill Gates gave a discourse on TED.com under the title Innovating to Zero, in where the need to reduce the carbon footprint to zero was of sheer importance and that the only way to achieve that would be through population reduction, vaccinations, and reproductive control. He is quoted saying in the video, first, we've got population. The world today has 6.8 billion people and that's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really good job on vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we see an increase of about 1.3%. In 2014, yet another discourse titled The Next Outbreak, outlining that the greatest threat to humanity is not a nuclear war, but biological, a highly infectious disease, and that it would kill over 10 million people in the next 20 years. He is quoted saying, you can have a virus where people feel well enough while they're infectious that they get on a plane or they go to a market. And again, the World Bank estimates that if we have a worldwide flu epidemic, global wealth will go down by over $3 trillion, and we'd have millions and millions of deaths. 
on the ID2020 website, they have a manifesto which spells out the plan for this digital style ID. So pay close attention to number three as it states over 1 billion people worldwide are unable to prove their identity through any recognized means. As such, they are without the protection of law and are unable to access basic services, participate as a citizen or voter, or transact in the modern economy. This, my friend, is no coincidence, as there is no such thing. Everything is planned out and played out to fit the agenda. In the last three references, we can see the progression of this mark playing itself out. First, let's push the agenda of global warming. Then, let's introduce the idea of carbon emissions reduction. And yet again, let's declare that we are not ready for a worldwide pandemic where 10 million people could die in the next 20 years due to a highly infectious disease that cannot be detected but feels like the flu. Now, not everyone will be infected and not everyone will die. So how will we be able to tell if a person has been tested and or has been vaccinated for this viral culprit? Enter the digital ID. This as outlined in the ID 2020 manifesto. And we see who is pushing for this new system of identification to be none other than Bill Gates as reported in the Clover Chronicle and also stated in an interview about digital certificates. Bill Gates has been quoted saying that eventually we will have some digital certificates to show who has recovered or who has been tested recently or when we have a vaccine who has received it. With all of this information, it is plain to see the agenda unfolding right before our eyes. They will use the fact that it is for the safety and well-being of humanity, when in fact it is nothing more and nothing less than a voluntary surrender of your freedom for the sake of dismal security. If they could not contain this pandemic, what makes you think they will be able to contain the next worldwide catastrophe? It's all a smokescreen. To willingly surrender your soul for the price of a little apparent freedom. Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers of America, is quoted saying, I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Giving in to a system that is so diabolical that it attempts to come off as humanitarian, offering an utopian community in exchange for your soul, is an eternal mistake made because just like death there is no returning from that going back to revelations chapter 13 we're going to take a look at verses 1 through 8 then i john stood on the sand of the sea and i saw a beast rising up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet 
were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And I saw one of the heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he, the beast, was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. Beasts, they tend to biblically represent government. And we can see this in Daniel chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. In Daniel's vision of the four beasts, an identifiable trait of these beasts is their retaliation against God and his people. We, we're witnesses to this even up to this very day where we have heard and even seen on YouTube the beheadings, the burnings of Christians in the Middle East and in parts of Africa. Even here in the U.S., as we have seen the slow dissection of religion and family where prayer is removed from the schools and then Judeo-Christians are prohibited from praying in public by the rising up of atheistic organizations such as the Freedom From Religion Group and the continual spread of anti-Semitism. In Revelation chapter 13, verse 7, it is very interesting that John writes, it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Many people believe in the rapture, this is one of the many verses in the Bible that lead me to believe otherwise. If the rapture were to take place, how is it that there are saints left on earth to have war made against them? And why would Yeshua state in Matthew chapter 24 verses 12 and 13, and because wickedness is multiplied, most men's love will grow cold, but he who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. Let's have a look at the word endure. It means to continue in the same state to remain firm under suffering or misfortune without yielding. So according to this passage, we have to remain to the end without giving in, without giving up. Then we will be saved. Only a remnant will survive. He makes war with the saints and overcomes them. 
The word overcome is defined as overwhelm. Merriam-Webster has a definition, an example of the word overwhelm, which is to overpower in thought or feeling. An example, overwhelmed by terror. Sounds exactly like what is happening right now with this COVID-19 scare. And everyone on earth whose name isn't written in the Lamb's book of life will wind up worshiping this beast. That is why it is ultimately important to seek his kingdom now. Now that the Bible is unfolding right before our eyes. Don't wait for tomorrow. For tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Then what we can see up to now is that we have this one beast who rises up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns who is given power a throne and authority by the dragon which represents Hasatan which could very well be the conglomerate of world powers representing the new world order the governments of the world have already waged war against the saints and against god in china the bible is prohibited in parts of africa christians are tortured unto death anti-semitism is at an all-time high worldwide release of COVID-19 has initiated control of the world's citizens by mandating a stay-at-home order, which is slowly turning into martial law in certain countries. He who endures to the end, the same shall be saved. So then, now would be the perfect time to introduce a solution to ease the worldwide pandemic issue. And that is, yes, you guessed it, the mark of the beast. In the form of a digital ID spoken of by Mr. Microsoft himself. Revelations chapter 13 verses 16 through 18. And he causes all the small and the great and the rich and the poor and the free men and the slaves to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. And here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for the number is that of a man. And his number is 666. So who is the first beast? Well, I believe that it is a government or a group of governments acting as a single power to rule the citizens of the earth. Hence the new world order. Who is the second beast? I believe that it is an influencer in world affairs. Someone who is gentle in appearance, convincing enough to sell his solution to a world-crippling scenario. A false prophet, who may very well have orchestrated the pandemic scenario to then be called upon as a hero. It's such a diabolical plan. Offer your solution to the problem that you created and unleashed unto the world so as to gain control for your benefit. George Green, 
He was recorded in an interview saying that we are nothing more than expendable containers. This is how they see us humans as nothing more than a number whose well-being is not a priority to them so long as they can fulfill their agenda. They sell us their false concerns via health care for all, wage equality, and other community programs to lure the unsuspecting citizen into their trap because of a much-desired and undeserved handout. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe everyone has a right to health care. But at what cost? And do we, the taxpayers, have to suffer if the Affordable Care Act really isn't all that affordable? I mean, here during the previous administration, one was penalized for not having insurance, even if the person couldn't afford it financially. Where is my freedom to choose? Is the system broken? I would most definitely say yes. It is broken beyond repair. Is there a solution? I believe there is a solution for everything except death. But just as a dripping faucet can erode a boulder in time, so have the forces of evil been working overtime to execute their diabolical scheme of world domination and control. We can see the results of this clearly throughout the world as the stay-at-home order quickly turned into martial law in countries like India and the Philippines where Duterte says coronavirus lockdown violators can be shot. Many would call this a conspiracy theory. But the truth of the matter is that there are too many factors at play here. And so many things happening at the same time or even in consecutive sequence to be viewed as just pure coincidence. We have to keep our eyes wide open and our reasoning sharp as a double-edged sword. If we blindly accept the false narrative, then maybe we deserve the upcoming destruction. But if we prepare for it, then nothing will take us by surprise. We need to read, we need to study, we need to research and seek out the truth. Seek and ye shall find. When we were children playing hide and seek, if we were it, then we couldn't catch the other players unless we left base and sought them out, right? The truth is a lot like that. It won't just come strolling down the street to meet you. The truth is one of those things you have to search out or you may never meet up with it. The mark of the beast is definitely unavoidable. It will be implemented and the system that will be put into place will almost be impossible to defeat on our own. The mark of the beast is obvious. The sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is a Vav, which equals the number of man six because he was created on the sixth day revelations chapter 13 verse 18 here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for the number is that of a man and his number is 666 the mark is the evil that will bind men and later be used to control the global citizens of the antichrist
This very well could be the inception of that system, being that citizens in Sweden have already opted in accepting the chip. And this should come as no surprise if you read in Revelation that if you accept the mark of the beast, you worship the beast, and that that will nullify your chance of entering heaven. Let's have a look at Revelation chapter 14, verses 9 through 11 in the New American Standard Bible. Then another angel, a third one, followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he also will drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is mixed in full strength in the cup of his anger. And he will be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day and night, those who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Remember the warning the children of Israel were given concerning false prophets in Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods whom you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Ve'ahavta. This is a clear warning. Whether you want to accept it or not, the plan has been set forth and the time is being cut short as it says in Matthew chapter 24, verses 21 and 22. For then there will be a great tribulation, such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will, unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. If you're listening to this podcast, I implore you to please be very careful of your future actions and decisions. For we have entered a time where one wrong decision could ultimately be your last for all eternity. We must strive to persevere to the very end without wavering or doubting. There isn't any more time for stalling. We have to step up our game, for the game has taken a different turn. It will only get harder and more difficult as time goes on. There is only one way to the Father, and that's via Yeshua HaMashiach. John fourteen six. Yeshua said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. The word of God is not to be taken lightly. 
It is the answer for the oncoming violation of our rights as human beings. Our number is pulled by our Father in heaven. The time is unknown by any other, as it says in Mark 13, verse 32. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Luke 21, 28 says, when these things begin to take place, stand up, lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. You can either accept God's free gift or reject it. The choice is yours. My family, my friends, it has been an immense honor and privilege to have spent this time with you here on It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment. Let us know how we're doing. Drop us an email at itstheflatouttruth at gmail.com. If you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this podcast, you can share it or forward the link to them. Help us grow this podcast, for we never do it alone. Remember, help one another, because we're all in this together. Appreciate one another, for we know not how much time we have left. May Hashem watch over you and protect you from the wicked one and his evil schemes. And to those who support us continuously, thank you. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you. And we know that we can't do it alone. And this is with your help. We are able to produce these podcasts and share them with the world. Tune in every week for a new episode. We will look into more end time prophecy and how it is being fulfilled. And you can find the links to all the videos and to the articles in the transcription on our WordPress site. It's the flat out truth dot wordpress dot com. Keep strong till the end. Together we can make it. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. Now may Adonai bless you and keep you. May Adonai make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May Adonai lift his countenance towards you and give you shalom. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen and Amen. Shalom. And Shavuot Hov. Till next week. God bless.